down in front. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Old Fogies and Films, where we take that, 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 I just completely screwed that up. This is going to be a bunch of outtakes now. Take two. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Old Fogies and Films, where we watch a different movie every week and get together, us uh, old fogies here, and talk about the films that we just watched. Hence, Old Fogies and Films. Uh, this week, we are talking about Ingrid Goes West which stars Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, and the story is about Ingrid, who gets a little obsessive with certain things, and she finds an Instagram influencer who lives all the way in California, and Ingrid decides to move out to California and become best friends with her. Um, sounds like a fun adventure that might uh, happen there, but uh, definitely mm -hmm. not as fun as you might think it is. Yeah. Uh, it's more of a, a dramedy leaning a little more on the drama with awkward comedy. Mm. So that is the movie we will be discussing and I'll just open it up to initial reactions at first and then we can chat about specific questions people might have or certain scenes they want to bring up. So who would like to go first with their reaction of the movie of how they feel about it? Don't be shy now. <laughs> I, think, I think she had a, a blast the whole time until the very end, of course. It seemed like a great LA adventure to me. I mean, if you take a trip out to the desert, isn't sort of burying a body or or coming close par for the course? In every movie I've seen, that's what happens. So mm. I think it's a classic vacation story. Right. <laughs> Where it's only good on her end. And yeah. Of those that she's going after. She has adventures. It's fun. So did you like the movie? I loved, I loved the movie. It was okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay. I love that. I like the idea of the um the new the, a techie stalker type thing movie. And it worked really well. It wasn't like a typical um like stereotypical like like it, it I don't know, it flowed really well. It, it like other thousands of stalker movies, that makes sense. Did you interpret it more to Kia as a kind of horror movie? <laughs> no, no. Oh okay. the, a that way. Sure. That was not horror Tech at all. Tech stalker. I, I, just, I think, I think oh, no, no. it as a horror movie. No, I, I would never, no, the stalker, like you, you're stalking somebody, like a single white female before this generation, but just a later generation. So like, yeah. I just, now, Takia, it's interesting because you mentioned, you know, about you like how it brought in technology into all of this. You saw that show, and Ruth, you both, I haven't watched it, but you both watched that show, You, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And isn't That's You good. about a stalker, like a guy stalks a girl or something? Yes. Yeah. Do, too. I was going to say, do they involve technology into yeah. that as well? They do. Yeah. Uh, I suggest, I, I would suggest that as a good male version of the soccer genre of now. So that's, it's really good. So I think it was interesting though, that um, you, yeah. you mentioned, you mentioned the show you and also single white female, but yeah. both of the, I mean, I haven't seen you, but I'm gathering that it, the tone is pretty sinister the whole time. Whereas this yeah. movie was kind of like playful. So I had a hard time like understanding, like, am I supposed to really be worried for how she's behaving? 
or is this going to end up, you know, resolving in, in some sort of comical way and, and, and she learns a lesson and goes and maybe even makes amends with the people that she's, you know, hurt. Um, so I, I couldn't tell the whole time. I was like, I don't know. Is this supposed to be fun or is this really scary? Like, yeah. I want to put in something with like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I read it as like, I didn't see any comedy much. I felt more like it was her, I knew things were going to go downward. I, it was kind of, you know, she's happy. She maybe has this friend, but I knew there was a dark tone to it. So I never saw it as like a light comedy. I knew things were going to go downhill. Right. It's a lot of comedy. Yeah, I mean, I, thought, I saw it as a comedy. Yeah, not as a, maybe not, it wasn't a lighthearted comedy. It was definitely a no. darker yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I never, I, I knew things were going to spiral out of control. Yeah, more. it knew something was going to happen, like with all the awkwardness and where it was going. But I do feel yeah. like what you were saying, Eric, I agree. At times I'm like, I know she's kind of not, you know, right in her mind. Yeah. And I know she's doing things that aren't exactly good. You know, stalking somebody is not good. Stealing their dog is not good. You know, like doing wrecking the guy's car and not returning it until the next day all that stuff is not good yet you kind of root for her because <laughs> you know like you, you root for her and, you know when like her um when taylor's brother is trying to blackmail her before the blackmail but when taylor's brother was getting onto her and figuring out she's kind of crazy and stalking yeah he's right you know like the stuff he's figuring <laughs> out but like you're kind of watching him like but you hate villain. leave our ingrid alone yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's such an that's obvious exactly dick, what I, but, but that's then it's exactly not what I was gonna say. They do a good job of making you like her and root for her, even though what she's doing is clearly she has psychological problems. I feel like she just, um, it seems like they intimated that she had been taking care of a sick mother for a very long time. I feel like she never learned how people make friends and succeed in life. So when she was finally free, she she tried what she thought was appropriate um, and she yeah. didn't know that maybe she was going too far i don't know i, I still want to say that she's not well psychotic after the first part when she sprayed the girl pepper, pepper the girl's eyes and went to, and went to rehab i knew then yeah she could our bill i mean i, I knew that I knew from there she's gonna, you know. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say is like she's done this yeah. before, and I think that was before her mother died because she came home to the empty bed and all that stuff. So I think she's been kind of stalking, and when things don't go right, she goes after them. Like with the first friend, she pepper sprayed her in the eyes at the wedding. With yeah. Taylor, she buys the house Taylor wanted to buy and basically ruined Taylor's dream of, you know, what's interesting. What's interesting is that now at the end of the movie, she is now in a position to be stalked herself. A sequel could be very, in, very funny, but scary if someone is doing the same thing to her because now she's yeah. got what she wanted and what somebody else might want. Well, hopefully kind of that person who does that to her is somebody she would like to be friends with also. So then they're like the mm -hmm. perfect match. Yeah. <laughs> they can yeah. stalk each other. I don't know. I find that usually once people get where they want to be, they kind of forget what it was like to be that person and they don't want anything to do with it because it sort of taints their new status. She'd probably want this person as far from her as possible or the person would wreck everything she's tried to do. She's going to okay. become Taylor, like the way Taylor was not the way yeah. she is. You know, she was a sorority girl or something and then became this fake persona that everybody mm -hmm. sees as Taylor. Maybe 
Ingrid is going to be the next Taylor. Yeah. And yeah. Taylor, um, she's, you, you could see her dismissing people that probably weren't going to help her get anywhere. Uh, it, you know, especially Ingrid, mostly Ingrid. Once she started yeah. to feel a little weird about Ingrid, she just, you know, dropped her. Dropped her. Yeah. Um, because, she, you know, she, she, so that's not, you know, she wasn't a real friend. She wasn't going to reach out and say, why are you acting strange or, you know, what's going on? Can I help? It was really just, here's a cute girl who can help me live my, the best life that I'm trying to make up here. Uh, and as soon as it, that wasn't going to be the case, uh, she's out the door. Yep. And well, she kind of dropped her even a little bit before the weirdness and her brother told her about it. Like yeah. when she met Harley, she was like, Harley has a million Instagram followers. And all of a sudden she's doing to Harley what Ingrid was kind of doing to her. It was like, because of the Instagram followers and this cool thing, like I'm going to start being like her and be her friend. Yeah, yeah, I really wanted them to play up that character more because obviously Taylor was using uh, Haley the way Ingrid was trying to use Taylor, like trying to get in, trying to, you know, be there at the right moment at the right time to get that, to get at that echelon. Yeah. Um, so I wish that they had built up more of Haley's character so we could see uh, um, Taylor doing that with her because I, I think, feel like there was some hypocrisy going on. She was blaming Ingrid for doing whatever it takes to, to make that life for herself. But she's also opportunistic. She's also, you know, she's willing to, you know, dump friends and mm -hmm. do shady things. Right. I mean, maybe not as far as Ingrid went. I was about to say, I think it's the way that Ingrid got there. I mean, Ingrid, I mean, if you look at the, how Ingrid got into Taylor's life, Ingrid first moved to LA. Yeah. She then went to the place that uh, Taylor, the Grateful Kitchen, where Taylor had taken a picture like, oh, this is food. And oh, you should try Grateful Kitchen next time you're in LA. And Ingrid goes there and is like, oh, I'm supposed to be meeting my friend. Have you seen her? And shows like the picture, like stalker. <laughs> and, you know, that was weird. And then she goes to every place Taylor had in her Instagram, eventually running into Taylor, but doesn't say anything. Instead makes a fool of herself and pops magazines and stuff. Do you do you, see that was a really goofy, funny part. I thought oh, that was that very lighthearted. It's still, but then she goes and steals the dog. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. And then she goes yeah. and returns the dog to be friends. And then they have fun at the house and stuff. But oh, then what? she goes into the bathroom and starts taking pictures of everything Taylor has, including yeah. going through her drawers, taking pictures so she can start being like Taylor, buying the same stuff Taylor has, and then taking pictures of like Taylor sleeping. And, you know, like that's where it gets a little <laughs> single white female-ish. Yeah. You know, I have to play devil's advocate again. Do you know the term um, barriers to entry? No. Uh, it's like used in economic terms. You yeah. know, if you wanted to start a business, you're not really going to jump into the computer business because it's it's just too difficult now. You would have had to have accomplished too much. And there, there's these giant conglomerates that are in your way. So they would just swallow you up. So anyway, but I feel like the same thing is true of privilege. When you have nothing to get to break into it, takes a little more crazy effort. And I, and I think, uh, you know, Taylor's character, we know she came from a place where she was probably very popular, had lots of friends. She was a sorority girl. She was already in privilege. So coming out to LA and making it happen was like a no brainer and probably didn't take her much effort whatsoever. But poor Ingrid, she's, she's never gonna get in there unless she does something a little nutso. Yeah. I just does devil's advocate. I know she definitely did things she shouldn't have done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in all, I mean, 
if you look at it overall, right? She did not harm Taylor or Taylor's husband. She, I mean, stealing the dog, I think, is the worst thing she did. She had Taylor's but, boy, uh, Taylor's brother beaten, though. What? Well, I, I don't. Yeah. Know, I guess that wasn't the plan, but she had Taylor's. No, brother, no, no. Brother up beat. until that point, I'm saying up until that point, yeah. what she had done to yeah. become good friends with Taylor was not really bad stuff, minus yeah. taking the dog. It, like it once they became off. friends, she wasn't planning on doing anything bad. It's like the brother shows up. Obviously, she doesn't like the brother. She wasn't planning yeah. on killing him at that moment. It was only until the blackmail occurred. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Should, should we think, talk? Uh, what? I was gonna say, should we uh, uh, ask Ruth? Uh, Ruth, you had to take a break in the middle of this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, it was just um, something about, I guess because I was in, embarrassed for her for a while. And then I guess I just, I guess she was a little bit too cringe worthy for me to kind of just. And I think that was part of the, what the, the movie was trying to do was okay. make you feel yeah. uncomfortable and cringe with what she was doing while still making her somebody you're rooting for in a weird way. Right. Yeah, I mean, I kind of was, but at the same time, sometimes I was just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, Did you I guess finish the movie today? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is that a lie? No. Is <laughs> <laughs> she a Patel, Fahad? You guys grew up with Ruth. No, 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 she, she finished it, I can tell. Um, <laughs> So I know for Shelly, Takia, and Eric and I, we all loved the movie. Ruth, mm-hmm. you kind of went, eh. So is it because yeah. of how it made you feel uncomfortable that you were eh about it, or you just didn't buy into the story, or what was it? I think it was just um, some of it got kind of repetitive about how much she was kind of stalking her. And I understand it, her understood how she wanted to be accepted and everything like that. But I guess I just kind of got... She was a little getting to be a little bit too much for me to watch, I guess. How she was. I, I've, I've sometimes had a problem where it's it's very difficult to watch somebody embarrass themselves. Constantly. Yeah, I was too embarrassed for her. TV where they keep embarrassing themselves, it's very hard to watch. Yeah. It's hard for me. Yeah, and I felt really bad for her too. And then I was yeah. like when um that guy, like her landlord, I was just like, at first I thought, well, I don't even know if she even actually likes him or if he, you know, I I kind of felt bad for him too and i just i don't know he's a sweet guy but sweet people are kind of dumb because yeah. he, he didn't see her through it all. any of this you know yeah. he's yeah. still like there with her yeah which so I Shelley, thought, yeah i i only wish they had they had made like he was just completely nice like he was just yeah. nice and i wish they had shown more of like why he liked her like, why was he so nice to her? I guess because he related to her losing her mom and he had lost his parents would be yeah, the main reason. Was willing to fulfill his, she was willing to fulfill his Batman fantasies. I right. love that scene so much. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, what I found really funny with that scene is because, you know, I did watch it a second time today. And earlier on when she was asking to borrow his um, car, or his truck or whatever, uh, to take Taylor up to um, Joshua Tree. Yeah. Um, he said, only if you help me out, we are doing a reading and we need somebody to play Catwoman. So he kind of, you know, put that in there in the very beginning. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, oh, when they get together later on, she is Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. She's obviously making it up to him, right? Yeah. So um, do you all think that she did like, she did like him? 
I think she might. I think she did. I think she did. Because when they were at dinner and a girl started flirting with him, she's like, excuse me, we're on a date. Yeah, because she did get mad. That's true. And I'm also surprised he kind of was into that. He's like, oh, little Catwoman and, you know, kind of. Yeah. He liked her getting a little jealous. All these red flags go up and he's like, well, he's like nice and the he was colorblind it looked green to me and the way she was treating him at the um that when they all went on like to somebody's house or something and she's like i want you to come and then she's like just so you know everybody thinks you're my boyfriend but then she's like where's the hat i told you to wear don't tell people you're obsessed with that and i was like first they're acting like a real couple because the way she's right. treating him but yeah wasn't being nice to him but he was no. all for it so yeah shelly i kind of wonder too like what's funny because then taylor Taylor's b- brother liked him too. Yeah, yeah. She just thought it was to get back at her, but yeah. Some people yeah. will do anything for a good-looking girl, right? <laughs> like she's interested True. in you, so you're like, I can deal with a lot of stuff Crap. before <laughs> before I'm ready ready to say no. Yeah, yeah. So Shelly, did you end up watching this again with Stuart? I watched it halfway through. Uh. <laughs> he loved it. Oh, he did as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like. Oh, I, I should watch it a second time just to refresh my memory. And I yeah. enjoyed watching it again. I was like, okay. Me too. You know, and- I I intend to finish it <laughs> when he finishes the rest of it. And I asked you guys, um, because after I was done and I processed it for a while, I kind of decided that it reminded me a lot of promising young woman. And I don't know if everyone's seen it. I know Fahad and I did. I haven't seen that. I saw it with us. And Takia, yeah. Um, I guess I didn't really see too much of that I guess only because she's getting revenge on people and it's her like her story of revenge versus this is more of a story where this girl's kind of doing the bad stuff well I I think it was more in the sense of the it was like a modern fable of you know about you know like Takia said using technology to stalk people and insinuating yourselves into people's lives. Um, but also I think mostly the tone I felt was similar, the way that you, it was like a pastiche of genres. You couldn't quite tell like, oh, this is a comedy. But then you're like, oh, that's really a, a bit scary and clearly something's wrong and, and how it keeps going back and forth like that. And also um, specifically, cause the music choice was very strange. Like they had that Casey and Jojo sing along yeah. in the middle of the movie. Yeah. Which, of course, while it was playing, I was like, oh. Yeah. (laughs) And I couldn't help myself. I hate that song. but um, I hated that song so much back then, but I kind of enjoyed listening to it. Me too. I heard it on the radio the other day. I I didn't change it. I was singing it. (laughs) You were were being your inner Taylor and Ingrid. Yes. (laughs) Takia, what? Yeah, uh, there's some trivia behind that. I was reading about it, and um, it was supposed to be Kiss from a Rose. Like he's from Seal. Oh, I thought about that. Like, why aren't they playing the song from Batman? Well, let me tell you why. Oh, that Seal, would be Seal put a high price on it for a movie, and they couldn't oh. afford it. Oh, of course. Wait, so they Thunder, Thunder Force paid Thunder Force. Price. Yeah, Thunder Force what? paid the price for it. How did Thunder Force afford that? Yeah, <laughs> and not this movie. Well, I, I mean, that makes sense. It's a big budget movie with Melissa McCarthy. You know. Well, I guess There's Netflix has deep pockets. Okay. They can dig a little deeper for something if it's important yeah but i mean that makes sense that he, I, sometimes i think like artists that you know they're they're being a little too careful with their with their stuff but that makes sense because that song is already so famous for one movie that it you kind of have to be stingy with where yeah. it gets used elsewhere yeah or you dilute yeah. its impact 
getting back to the relationship with them, with the her and um, what's his name? Pinto. What was his name? What was the guy's name that that was um, um Dan? Yeah. Was his name Dan? Dan, Dan yeah. Pinto. That's what it was. It was Dan. Uh, you guys, yeah, yeah. You guys get, get um annoyed or angry when she, he saw that she was going to just use him for just to get into a party to be your because she was just basically using him. She didn't really like him. I, I didn't think you guys really I think she liked him. him. I think guys, she eventually yeah. liked him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but getting didn't though. She was just using him to get into the party to, to impress Taylor to have that a boyfriend. Because she was, was kind of obsessed with yeah. only a, like a one-track mind. I don't think she was yeah. even thinking about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about his feelings first. She liked him, but during the movie, no, I don't think she was interested in him as, as a relationship-wise. Well, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like the fact that they had sex means that she did like him. I think she would have talked her way out of having to do any of that um, mm-hmm. if she wasn't really, if she just wanted to use him for stuff. Because I was a little surprised when that scene happened because I was trying to think yeah. back at the beginning of the movie. It was like, do we know that she's not a virgin? And then actually I felt the same way when she was at that bar for the first time with Taylor having drinks. I was like, does she, is she used to heavy drinking? Because in yeah. the beginning, it seemed like she was a total homebody that probably hadn't seen any life, but maybe that's not true. I mean, then yeah. she was getting down and dancing with Taylor, but then I was like, she's just good at copying people too. Yeah. Know? Well, but um, you know, drinking that much when it's your first time, it couldn't have been her first get time. Get a little out there. She would have been um, but to Tequila's point, though, I think but, I might partly agree with, because now that I think of it, he was kind of in a coma in the hospital, and she just ups and leaves and moves to Joshua Tree, and then she's almost dying and in the hospital, and he comes to see her, and he alluded to the fact that she never came back and visited him. Aww. Well, you know, going back to where they're having yeah. sex, I, I, don't you think somebody with mental illness, anyway, she's going to do what she can She's going to do what she can to use someone. I don't think it would matter if it was her first time or she didn't want anything to do with him. She well, I think at that point she was done using, she didn't need him for anything more at that point. She was really just trying to apologize because she felt really bad of screwing no, no, him no, over. Go back to, go back to what yeah. Eric said about um, that she, you know, if she really didn't like him, she would have talked herself out of it. I don't think so. I think she would have done what she could to manipulate somebody. In the beginning. But, but I think that that's the debate we're having is, is yeah. she actually mentally ill? Or is she a person who just went a little too far and things got out of control? Hmm. Well, because that, that's so like, and that touches a few of the things I was thinking about. Because, you know, in the very opening of the movie, they show her with her phone and just obsessively going through Instagram, hitting like, 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 mm-hmm. like, yeah. like. And I feel like a lot of people actually do do that. Even though it is stalkery and crazy, I feel like people are just on their phone liking, liking, liking. And it really reminded me, if you all have watched that Black Mirror episode, Nosedive, it's my favorite episode with Bryce um, Dallas Howard. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, seeing that bit reminded me of it, but the opening scene of her crashing the wedding and being all crazy and stuff reminded me of the end of that episode where Bryce Dallas Howard makes it to the wedding and is kind of crazy at that point. I was like, well, oh, no, that's no. interesting. Well, Eric, or who had mentioned the um, question and not she's crazy. Who goes to a wedding, a, a wedding of someone she barely knew and like, like pepper sprays them? I mean, they introduced her as as mentally unstable. She had something. She had something going on, and that's one thing I wanted to understand is like, she went into a mental facility of some sort, right? Like right mm-hmm. after that episode happened, and I I'm curious, what did they diagnose her with? What were they treating her for? Because one, I just want to know what it was, and two, obviously it didn't work. No, right. <laughs> and well, when she was writing that letter to Charlotte, she said you were the first person to reach out to me after my mom died. So I, I wonder if that was just like a comment on a post that she made 
And she took that as, oh, she's reaching out to me. Like I know her in real life. Right. Just because she knows her on Instagram or, you know. I'm still not ready to say that she's actually mentally ill. Well, she was in a facility for something. But (laughs) you would have a, 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 you know, she had to be arrested, right? If her lawyer said this was due to a severe panic attack because of issues going on, like her mother passing, um, they could say, let's put her into, uh, I mean, it didn't look like, it wasn't high security or anything like that. It's just somewhere recuperate and get your nerves back in place. Yeah. And that's what I probably want to say, controversial statement alert, controversial statement alert. (laughs) Um, Just, is it bad that when I watched Ingrid in the mental facility, I was kind of wondering, like, how much does that cost? Because it seems kind of nice and carefree there. Need a vacation? It's not a house a few days. (laughs) It's not a house she came back to. It's obviously got some money. Somebody she should grow up with money because look at the house well, she it didn't back. look that big. I mean, they just showed like the living room and her little bedroom. They didn't show much. Well, um, her mom or grandma left her money or something. Yeah, her mom, and that's another $60, question I actually had for everybody. Yeah, sixty thousand. But I kind of was like, that I don't really quickly. Yeah, in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the second time I've seen Aubrey Plaza in a mental institution. Oh, oh Legion. Legion. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I feel like that's not a stretch. I think when people want to cast a little unstable, crazy person, they think Aubrey Plaza would do this really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she does. So if you all were given $60,000, not due to the reason that she got it, but if you were just given $60,000, it's a little harder for Shelly and Takia who have like, you know, kids and stuff, but like, would you just drop everything and just move out to Los Angeles or something? And Oh, I, I just think she was, you know, working with a local mind, but, you know, that's my opinion. <laughs> I think she would done that. local, crazy. <laughs> if she was, you know, you guys know, know people that do do things impulsively or might maybe not in the right mind. I, I think if she had, you know, more of a sane mind, she may have not have done that. But then, like, you, like Aaron's saying, maybe if she crazier, she like uh, a socially ridiculously, socially awkward to the point where. Like, you, you could know. see, there's ways to see it both, mm-hmm. both ways. Because you could say um, she obviously had nothing there for her, right? Her family's gone. She doesn't really, she hadn't really made friends. There's baggage in history. So I, I feel like it doesn't take a crazy person to say, I'm going to make a fresh start somewhere completely yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, awesome. we probably yeah. wouldn't do it because we do have things here. Even if the, uh, those of us don't have families, we've got, you know, jobs and some friends and, and we know the area and whatever, but. If I were younger, I totally would. Not to Los Angeles, but somewhere. Yeah, because I just got sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. As long as you're mindful of how you spend it, not just buying everything Taylor tells you, like, oh, that would look good in your apartment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like twelve hundred dollars. I will. Did you did you start liking Taylor, and then did you end up not liking her as the movie went on? Yeah. Liking her after a while. Yeah, I liked her at first, and then I didn't like her. Yeah, I liked her at first, but then ended up not liking her. But when I rewatched the movie, I saw the reasons earlier on that I didn't like her. So I just didn't like her throughout because she was fake from the very beginning. Like when they were at dinner in their house, when they invited Ingrid after returning the dog that Ingrid stole, um, I noticed (laughs) that they were drinking wine 
and they were refilling Ingrid's cup of wine, a glass of wine. And then um, her husband reaches for the bottle to fill his glass and she puts her hand over his glass, like and very subtly, just puts the hand over it. And yeah. the little comments about like, you know, the fakeness around, oh, he's an artist, blah, blah, blah. But you know how she really feels about his art. Yeah, that bothered me from the beginning. But also in that same conversation, that little, whatever you want to call it, a brunch they had with her, she uh, fully admits to Ingrid that uh, people pay her to, to appear on Instagram with their products. And immediately I'm like, uh, I, I wish that Ingrid would have seen it this way, but immediately she's just admitted that her whole life is fake. Like it's all fake. Uh -huh. like, this isn't her, this isn't her, you know? Yeah. So if you like anything about her, you just, you like this marketing campaign, you know? And then you find out that she'd never read that book. <laughs> Yeah, from her husband. That was her so husband. irritating. Yeah. And it was her husband's favorite book. Yeah. She stole it from him. I wish that he had been nicer to Ingrid in the end because it seemed like they were having a moment at the pool where he yes. was, where they were both realizing they're actually real people who care more about real things, hopefully. I thought they might end up together, actually. I, I, I think he got so in protect. I did too, but then I think he got in a big protective mode and was worried about her. So I think that kind of. Maybe he really likes the life that she's helped him build too. And doesn't I, yeah, blow yeah. It up. even yeah. though he acts like he doesn't, because, you know, he's not into social media and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, you picked the worst person to marry then. Yeah. yeah. I think he clearly picked her because she would do it for him and he wouldn't have to. But, but then again, he knew her before that. So I guess they must have been yeah. like college sweethearts or something. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, I thought they met um, brand new when she came ah! out. Oh, I don't know. I mean, because he said that, you know, well, she used to be like an authority and she wasn't like this. And yeah. Maybe she was when she arrived. Yeah. Not see, that, that, it would be interesting. I, I would like to see, like you said, Eric, a sequel to this movie, but I'd like to see a prequel to see Ingrid's fascination with her first friend that led to the wedding pepper spray incident. I'd like to see how that all happened. And I'd like to see Elizabeth Olsen or even Taylor's characters origin yeah, story and how she became yeah. what she became i was gonna say or even to see why ingrid didn't have any relationships at all besides her mom yeah. like where yeah. were didn't she have no friends ever she must right. have been sick for a long time yeah you know the movie has a perfect name for that because you could do ingrid goes blank a million times <laughs> yes <laughs> what do you guys yeah, think who Ingrid thinks, goes to college. Who thinks, <laughs> no, or who thinks that she was just socially weird? Like, I don't. I don't think she was like crazy, crazy. Not psychotic. I didn't. No. Um. I just think that she had a highly obsessive personality, where she gets a target and she's obsessed about that target. Um. But it's hard to say, right? Because this day and age, I feel like that's probably going to become the norm where people see these influencers. I mean, that's why they're called influencers. They're yeah. to influence you. So people are going to see that you're going to get influenced and want to do everything they're doing. I mean, I'm sure people do everything the Kardashians do and buy everything they say to buy and try to make their rooms look like their rooms. And because so, I mean, it, they make it look good. Yeah. Yeah. Just on camera, but it's kind yeah. of like scary in that have you ever seen anybody that you've not met, but you've seen their pictures or whatever on Facebook, but have, then have you seen them in real life somewhere? It's like, oh, I, I know you. No, I don't know you. I've just seen your picture over and over again. So it's creepy. Yeah. I mean, it's re very realistic. 
I think it I is. actually have a hard time. Um, <laughs> I think I have a hard time recognizing people in three dimensions when I've only seen them in two dimensions. Because oh. I used to, I used to go out a lot, and you know, whoever I was with would be like, "Oh, I saw that guy on this app or something," and I'm like, "I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> like he looks yeah. totally different. <laughs> I would never notice. I often wonder, like, if I saw a celebrity walking down the sidewalk." Would I know it was them or would they just look like a person, a regular person to me? Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. But yeah, no, I think totally like maybe the point of this movie is, you know, us, you know, old fogies here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we're a old warning. school. Yeah. <laughs> and we're old school in terms of what obsession and stalkery and all this stuff meant because you really had to go out of your way to stalk people and to know yeah. everything there's to know about them. Whereas all Ingrid really had to do was bring up an app and swipe through pictures. Like that's just the new way life is. So maybe this is also to be a lesson like what we thought was crazy and psychotic is actually becoming the norm because technology just makes it so easy. And maybe Ingrid's actually more of a go-getter, you know, like instead of just behind <laughs> the screen. Forward thinking. She's like, yeah, let me just go and be her friend. And she was until she's realizing brother, her dreams. Yeah, until the too. brother wrongly blackmailed her um you know she had a few missteps he was so awful he was oh he's so hot though oh my god <laughs> he was hot he's, <laughs> he's from game night Fahad. he's from game night but he's also the um prince that came to marry or be introduced to jasmine in the aladdin live action movie. oh really of course he's kind of like the weird prince and it was yeah, like oh, you're kind of strange oh. and dumb <laughs> So it was weird to see him play because he was kind of goofy in game night as well. Yeah. So it was weird to see him play somebody you're supposed to hate. Yeah. It shows you can act act pretty good, you know, different kinds yeah. of parts. Although I do feel like if I was being kidnapped, I wouldn't be as calm as he was. So it made me wonder how many times has he been kidnapped? Yeah, but he also said, like, you guys tied me up wrong. You did this, you did that. And I felt like it reminded me of Alexis from Schitt's Creek, who's just uh, done all these crazy things in her life. So I, I'm sure she's been kidnapped a few times, too. So I feel like he's kind of the same. Like, he's been out there. and He, he probably knows, pisses like, a lot of people off, right? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, sure, I'm sure people have come after him a lot. <laughs> I yeah, wanted to punch so. him in the face. So can we, can we also right. talk about how this movie had four Marvel-related people in it? Oh, I only counted... <laughs> And oh. Elizabeth Olsen, oh. who's... Wanda, oh, no, no, I forgot. Aubrey Plaza. And Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> who you pointed out earlier, was in Legion, which is an X-Men-related yes. show. And then had um, Wyatt Russell, which is Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son, who was in Falcon and Winter Soldier as Captain America slash U.S. agent. And then it had... Um, uh, Clementine. Um, yeah, who played uh, the character that Taylor starts obsessing over, Harley. Uh, she's from Guardian. She plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, I think if she was cast now, they would have given that part more to do. Because, yeah. but I, I guess in 2017, Tom wasn't really. But she's. I've seen her in a few things now. She's almost never recognizable. She was in Thunder Force, in fact. Oh yeah, she was in Thunder Force. I forgot. Yeah. And, and every time she pops Russell... up, I, I'm like, this is a totally different person. But it's not. It's, it's all her. Yeah, and then Wyatt Russell um, was in Woman in the Window, because I think, Shelly, you were like, I feel like I saw him somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But I just saw him where he was Woman in the Window, that's because I saw him. Yeah, and I feel like we're going to get to a place where everything, and Erica and I have talked about this, every single movie you watch 
is going to have at least one person that's been in a Marvel movie or at least a comic book movie. Yeah, I so think like, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like if you're British watching, uh, you, you see people from Harry Potter constantly. Yeah. It's like every if, British if person you were, in a Harry uh, Potter movie. If you every, were worth salt as an actor, they cast you in a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> you're just an actor, actress. You've got to be in a Marvel movie or a big name actor, actress type person. I guess Palm's not like a big name, but still. Um, she yeah. will be, I think. <laughs> she was also in Black Mirror. She was in that episode where they were virtual, like, um, fighters, like a Mortal Kombat thing, and she was one of the fighters. Yeah, that was amazing. So she's definitely like a chameleon. You don't realize where she's going to pop up, and she's just a completely different character each time. But uh, so I'm curious. I, I want to go around and see because Taki, I know you said you had several questions. Why no, I, I was more, com more, more comments. I had oh, okay. expressed some of those already. I do have one question though for you about the um. I don't know if it was a question, maybe more observation. When she purchased a house, um, to get back at them. They had no reaction. There was no reaction from them. You know, those I wanted one. I wanted yeah. that. Yeah. You kind of oh, want like that revenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the reaction was that they decided to sell, like they weren't going to stay at the house because I'm sure Taylor's like, there's no point in being here. My dream of owning that and this. Because weren't they moving at the end? Well, because he got a job. And oh, I guess okay. they. Oh, true, yeah. Maybe that's why. But yeah, I wish that reaction would have been there. But anyway, yeah, so. Yeah, I, mean, I actually, I, I kind of wondered, maybe they didn't realize she was the one that bought it. Maybe their real estate agent just said, sorry, someone else made a better, I mean, he can't reveal who bought it, right? Yeah. And so if they hadn't seen her inside, maybe they just were pissed because like somebody got it out from under them and didn't realize it was her until, because I feel like they would have, I don't know, called the cops and got a restraining order. Oh, I know. Well, they, yeah. they, they didn't know because okay. even when she showed up at the party. Like they, they were surprised to was, see her, you know, like if they knew she was yeah. right next door, they would have been yeah. like, oh, everybody, just so you know, watch out for this person, even though. True. That me. Like, I wish there were, that's the only thing about the movie, like everything I love, I wish it would have been more reaction. I would have liked to have seen a reaction of them being told yeah. or seeing the for sale sign going away or just some kind of a. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, Although I, you have to wonder, was it really a big dream of Taylor's? She just seems to tell people when she wants to impress them. So yeah. she'll tell that story about a book she hasn't even read. True. It's the yeah. kind of thing, That's like, a good... I want to open a hotel boutiquery. It's the kind of thing an influencer says to people because it sounds really cool and impressive. It's like, you're, she's I think really that's bullshit. a good point. Yes. That maybe it wasn't even real. She didn't really want to. She just said it yeah. because yeah. it sounds good. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it, sounds it like had been for sale. So why hadn't she bought it already? Yeah. Hmm. And why didn't she tell her husband if that was her dream? True. I Probably because he didn't want to, she didn't want him to know the name, what she was going to call it, because she yeah. stole it from him. Yeah. Um, I do find it kind of funny that her last interactions with the people she's obsessed with always involves her crashing a party of theirs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have um, to make, you have to make a very big sort of showy chaos you know, catastrophe, yeah. you know, exit, right? Yeah. <laughs> From their lives. I mean, I know she didn't mean it for the second. Yeah, but she didn't mean it for the second one with Taylor's, she was just trying to charge her phone. Well, um, you know, sometimes people say like, oh, that's all I was trying to do, but I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, they're, oh. anyway, they're putting themselves in, in places where, you know, they yeah. won't want to happen. Did Taylor's said, reaction to her, like, um, coming to the, you know, that she's like, I just need to talk to you for a minute. And she like laid everything out. It kind of made me hate Taylor even more. 
I don't know, you kind of wanted her to feel for her. Like, yeah. I wanted her to recognize that in many ways, Taylor has done the same thing with yeah. her own life. Mm. She just never got in trouble for it, you know? Well, here's an interesting thing I was thinking about watching the end was because obviously Ingrid gets a lot more fans. You know, all these people have like the support floods in for her and everything. If she ever ends up telling her story, like this is what led me to make the decisions I had made, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it'll probably paint Taylor very badly. You know, like she's going to kind of look like a villain and Taylor's probably going to lose a lot of Instagram followers and like her life, because that's her life, would be pretty much ruined. So it would have been kind of interesting to see like the fallout from Ingrid all of a sudden getting these fans and Taylor kind of losing it. I wanted to see more at the end. Like I wish it hadn't just ended. Yeah. Wait, well, that was kind of a I good like movie that too that you want to see more. I thought it was a very good note that it ended on though. It was very sinister. Seeing her eyes light up and you realize, oh, she hasn't learned. She, hasn't no, she didn't learn exactly what she wanted. Yeah. And it's yeah. like what, what she wanted was followers on Instagram. Like that is what she wanted. That's really sad. That, that's another reason I want to see a sequel. Like, like you were saying, Fahad, I, I, I kind of disagree because it's possible that Taylor already has too much power. If she starts saying to people, okay, this person you're following, she's actually not who she says she is. This is what really went down. I think Ingrid would have an uphill battle to prove her side of it and keep the followers that she's getting without Taylor influencing them, which is Maybe, what her job but is. The fact that it led uh, Ingrid to almost commit suicide, I think got a lot of sympathy for her. And I think a lot more people will be like, well, whatever happened to her led her to that. It's got to have been worse than how Taylor is making it out. Um, and oftentimes, you know, you do sympathize more for the underdog until mm -hmm. her past comes to light. Yeah, uh, until all those people, like the girl in the grocery store, who you know Ingrid keyed her car. First of all, if I was that girl in the grocery store, I'd automatically know it was Ingrid who did that. Because yeah. you know how you know suspicious, right? Like you see this crazy person in the grocery store that same day, your key gets card. Oh, yeah. key gets card, car gets keyed. <laughs> I also wonder um, how, what kind of Instagram Ingrid's going to have after this. Like, is she going to try to do the influencer life or is it all going to be about mental health and getting sort of sympathy attention? You mean Ingrid, uh, or, ta Ingrid or Taylor? You said Taylor. Uh, Ingrid, sorry, Ingrid. What, how is she going to run this new social media life she has? Because I don't know. She didn't seem to make choices for herself before. Like you guys said earlier, she, whatever Taylor said was cool. She was like, okay, I have to have that because that's how I get this life. So now that it's down to just her, how's she going to make these choices? Yeah. Do you know that there actually is an Instagram handle out there underscore well tailored underscore, which is what the Instagram was in the movie. And it has 2,612 followers. So I think they might've made it um, as part of the movies, like marketing and stuff. And oh, it has like 30 something or 20 something pictures on there too. Cute. Um, so I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. That they have that. Um, so here's a question I had. Uh, controversial statement alert. Controversial statement alert. Again. <laughs> Art is very subjective, right? Everybody has their opinion on what is art and what is not. But Taking somebody else's art and then writing a hashtag phrase on top of it, I don't really see that as art because yeah. I tried to, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Second time I watched the movie, I tried to pay attention to what the actual painting was to see if the hashtag might have matched the mood of the painting or 
had some kind of like sentiment with it. But no, I think he just literally was like, which hashtag should I put on this painting today? I think um, that was the point. Like he's, they're, they're all ridiculous. like, oh, serious artists and we're living this bohemian lifestyle. And then she sees the paintings and I'm sure Ingrid doesn't know art from her elbow. So she was like, oh no, these are great. But the audience I think was meant to be like, oh, he's, yeah. he's maybe possibly as fake as his girlfriend. But maybe. here's the crazy thing is people will buy that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I yes, it will. Like, yeah. Not for twelve hundred dollars, but I would put it up. Not, not for me, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, should I go and rummage through garbage cans and find people throwing away art and start just putting hashtag symbols on it and stuff <laughs> and phrases? Because <laughs> that's not hard to do. I mean, I guess you have to get the right stencils and stuff to like. Did he paint it on or just like glue? I don't know, but it was controversial <laughs> statement art, right? That's not art <laughs> to me, but I guess it's it's. Also, I guess a statement into what is art? Is this art? You know, somebody sold a blank canvas for a lot of money because that's art. <laughs> you know that? Uh, Do you ever watch Daria? Yeah. Yeah. There's a quote from Daria. He said, "My white on white painting was a stroke of genius." <laughs> and it's literally like it looks like a blank canvas, but I think she painted white paint on top of white paint. And it's like, okay. I mean, to me, what the real art is is coming up with the description of that art. Like that's an artful skill right there to make something like the white on white painting to come up with something that moves a person when you hear the story behind it. That's the art, not white that's, on white. That sometimes bothers me. I feel like, uh, you know, like art critics, you hear them describe, a, a, you know, a painting and with, you know, all the, every theme they think that it's, a, you know, it's addressing and, uh, all these little details and, and what the artist meant with, with these tiny little parts. And I often think, like, I wonder if a lot of the artists, uh, they're probably, they're usually dead, but <laughs> whether they're, list, they hear some of this or read some of this and think, I wasn't thinking about any of that. I just drew a nice picture. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, you know, abstract art, of course, the point of it is that you see what you want to. But I think that people often see whatever they want to with any kind of art you draw a nice bowl of fruit and somebody says, can you, can you believe the placement of the pomegranate? Clearly, I know the message about fertility. <laughs> and it's like, come on, dude. Like maybe the guy just wanted to paint a pomegranate. I don't know. Yeah, I would. You read, they read a lot into things. Yeah. That's what art does. It's supposed to tell a story and yeah. whatever, how you interpret it. So. Um, yeah. so going back to, sorry, the Casey and Jojo all my life moment, how creep like how uncomfortable and this is also for ruth too because ruth was uncomfortable throughout most of the movie but how uncomfortable did it make everybody when they got to the chorus and it was like all my life i waited for someone oh like you and she's looking at her just singing it to her it's like <laughs> yeah. all my life i waited and i was like oh my god and then she crashes um oh that scream when she's when the sparks start flying that scream oh, she's like, <laughs> it was a beautiful segue from that weird emotion she was having to actual fear <laughs> but I was just like, oh, that is but that was scary. Weird look. Like it was, I don't know. Like, what was that, that was what was look? Yeah. That was a beautiful piece of performance. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and I, I get that they wanted to do Kiss from a Rose, but I feel like all my life worked better because of oh, yeah. those lines. Yeah, like, exactly. It fit much better. Yeah. But it's it kind of it made me mad at her because I knew that that guy was waiting for her. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad at that, yeah. So here's the thing, because again, like we talked about, even though she did all these bad things to people and stuff, we still root for her. When she was talking to him, you know, returning the car, 
I was like, why didn't she just say the car broke down? And yeah. while it was breaking down, it hit the side of the rail. Because oh, yeah. it did break down. So it's just a little white lie. You're, I mean, you could say the car broke down and hit the side of the rail. Those are two truths. It just didn't happen together. But they yeah. are. And it made me, it made me hate Taylor when she made the guy lay on the ground to take their picture. Ugh. She's like, and no, he's like, and lay on the ground. She's like, yes. But it also made me realize that Instagram photography is an art. If we're going back yeah. to art. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I would have just taken a picture. I didn't realize. Yeah. And Taylor was good because she's like, oh, frame it this way so we can get the logo of the sign in the background too. So I was like, that's how Instagram influencers get sponsors. And mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of that. And I was like, oh, I guess you do have to do something to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like she made that poor guy like go down on the ground and take the picture. And then, obviously that was her way of, that's, that was the way of the film telling us that Taylor literally thinks everyone is on the planet to sort of serve her in some way. Like, oh, it's fine to put him on the ground, this poor guy, because it's for you. Um, and then she twisted it in her own head to to mention that she said something about oh and it'll get your station here a, a lot of attention yeah so, hey you're benefiting from it and it's like okay but you're kind of humiliating this guy yeah um, but have you ever yeah have you ever taken or, or watched one of those videos about how to set up your Zoom camera for meetings so that you look as good as possible. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, no, but I haven't, I haven't watched yeah. the video, but I've heard. They show a lot of tricks like that. Like, where is the good light? You know, but I, the one I always remember, I think for that, but but uh, definitely for Instagram, is that women should always be photographed from up high because it makes the rest of their body look small. So it goes from like head down. And guys often <clears throat> photograph from the bottom up because it makes them look bulkier. Interesting. I knew that. I knew that. I knew like, that. like Shelly's doing right now. That's, a, that's why you always see like when those girls are like doing their photos are always yeah, holding their hands like, up and posing mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> and all that kind of stuff um but and and taylor taylor's whole life is on trend everything she does is on trend with you know whatever's going on because i even noticed when she was at her house in joshua tree and they're just walking around drinking tea or something she's drinking it from a mason jar jug you know, it's very on trend. Like her whole life is an Instagram photo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to when uh, she returned the car to Dan, was that his name? Dan Pinto? Yeah. yeah. Um, Just the name of a car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she returned the car to Dan, I, it was one of the funnier moments when she's like, um, you know, apologizing for the things that they did. And she's like, um, she said to him, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, and we kind of did all your cocaine too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh gosh. She also, she also could have lied about that. She could have said we had to throw it out because the, the police were coming because of the accident and I didn't want to leave it in your glove box. And you would have been like, okay, well, at least then it doesn't track back to him with the coffee. Yeah. But, you know, it's weird how she just wanted to be totally honest with him. Maybe that means she likes him, Takiya. <laughs> That's love. Yeah, or maybe it's maybe it could be also showing that she's honest. Well, I mean, everything that she does is honest. Well, I'm sort of, I guess she stole the dog, but <laughs> Taylor kind of does everything as a lie. Like her whole life is a lie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's true, right? Like, I think you're onto something there because even though what Ingrid is portraying, like with all the stuff in her house and taking pictures and all this stuff, 
she actually that is in her house she did buy those things like even though she's trying to copy someone it's still she honestly bought it she honestly has it in her house and like when she wrote to um I mean there are little she told little white lies like that Dan was her boyfriend earlier on then he really yeah. she kind of wills things into reality because he did kind of become her boyfriend yeah she kind of made him her boyfriend on the spot I was going to ask, did she ever actually outright lie about anything? Did she make up a story about anything? Or did she just sort just of... Just the dog. Yeah, that she found the dog. And that well, Dan was her that's boyfriend. True. Like she, she was like, oh, it was just a, he was a couple blocks away. Well, her house is a couple blocks away. <laughs> that's where he was. <laughs> you know, I wonder if she's she never actually... I'm trying to think of a moment where she may have told a complete lie about her life or who she was. I, I can't what remember if only ever, like... Yeah. just With, kept certain things from them yeah i can't well, remember the letter that she wrote to her friend or friend but she said that she could get them into the vip thing i thought she was long maybe yeah but apparently she wasn't i mean they got in but they but got in they without her there anything. but you don't know i guess you don't know if she was really lying about that maybe she yeah. thought that she had oh the because way what was her plan the, the way I interpreted there. it was uh, at that party, there were two sections. Uh, the VIP was super elite oh, and they okay. got in there without her. She, I think she got tickets to just the rest of it, but then the guy oh, told okay. her actually right. because we're at okay. VIP capacity, like nobody else is allowed. So you have to go. That makes sense. But I'm sorry, right. how jerky of Taylor was it oh, I, to that, yeah. cancel on her saying, hey, is it okay if we go do this so she could meet Harley and then go to that party without telling Ingrid but then again she probably assumed Ingrid was going to be there because Ingrid just said yeah I'll probably she'll probably go with Dan so she might yeah. have assumed but the minute that Taylor gets there and Ingrid's not there if they were real friends you think Ingrid um Taylor would be like Ingrid yo we're at the party where are you now meet us or when she got kicked out of the VIP area they she didn't go with her because yeah. she wanted to be with her new best friend Harley to get the Ugh. million followers yeah I want to see the sequel actually be uh Haley, uh, annoyed and terrified by Taylor, who's become a little too <laughs> obsessed with being her friend. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I don't think Harley can be that annoyed and terrified of Taylor because Harley's putting up with Taylor's brother, who's way is more it, annoying. Is it Harley? Harley. Oh, I keep saying Haley. Sorry. I'm pretty sure it's Harley. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like know. an influencer's name. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Haley. She told another lie too when she was at the the when they were trying to fool her into where they where she they were. They said that she was at the, at the Joshua Tree, and then they said it was five o'clock somewhere near the bar. She said that oh, I happen to be on a yoga retreat, and she wasn't obviously. And so right. I'm a guy, so that's right. Like, she did lie I, about like why she was yeah. at certain places. Yeah, so she she had she was a little peach. <laughs> she, she her, I just don't think she's I don't think she's sinister or evil. Yeah, like, she's evil. No, I just. No, it's just a bunch of. She's doing what anybody would want to do who wants to make a friend with somebody. It just was a bit more to the extreme. Yeah, because like if you think about yourself in school or high school, college, you know, like how do you make friends? You see somebody, you're like, oh, they could be somebody cool. Let me talk to them and be, you know, we could be friends. Instead, with way technology and stuff is, you know, I mean, it's like dating apps too, right? You don't know. Oh man, you swipe left, you swipe right. And yeah. so you're kind of looking at their pictures. And once you start talking, you probably go onto their Facebook and look at all their pictures before you even met them. Yeah. You probably learn everything there is to know about them. And maybe if you want them to like you, you start like pretending like you like some of the same stuff that 
you probably don't yeah. like. And well, yeah, there's a lot of that. Red flags. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people do that. And I feel like that's kind of the way culture is shifting, you know, wrong or right. It's just what's happening. So I feel like Ingrid Goes West is kind of that bridge from how we used to be to where things are actually going. Mm. Yeah. And if they're doing it to the extreme to show like, hey, even though you guys are thinking this is extreme and crazy, it's really not that far off from reality. Yeah. So. I mean, all of the Kardashians have had severe elective surgery to, to, to make this life, right? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty extreme to me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the lengths people are going to go or will go through to just be liked, to have friends. And in these cases for Taylor and the Kardashians. Or to not even have real things. friends. It's like yeah. fake friends and fake yeah. likes. Exactly. Like, and I mean, because you think your fans are your friends and the followers are your friends and fans and yeah that's what their life is they don't care about having real real relationships as long as they get the likes and ingrid was just trying to make those relationships real yeah <laughs> and i mean and i i see it all, all the time like you can tell that there are people on facebook who post things just to get likes mm -hmm. oh gosh yeah. and yeah. it's like what's the point of posting that thing or to get some kind of reaction or to get some conversation going um, you know, I'm not going to name names. I know there's people that we've talked about a lot in terms of Facebook behaviors and stuff. And, yes, you know, don't need to throw any names out on uh, some, a podcast that's being recorded. But, you know, we do see people like to post things because they want to get a reaction or get a lot of likes or just because they like being heard. And it's, I mean, I feel like Taylor is the epitome of that. Yeah. And it's just very fake. And what's scary is that is where society is. And that's where society is going to continue being because it's sad platform yeah because it's not real life no what is real life anymore or you could make your life look any way that you want it online yeah. and that's exactly what this movie showcased too is i started thinking whoa how many of the things i see in people's pictures are actually real because you know ingrid's obviously staging everything to look all perfect yeah. and stuff and if you look on her instagram she probably is living a most amazing life little did you know she's running out of the sixty thousand dollars she had she's just buying these things because this girl is telling her you should have this in your house and her life is not this fairy tale you're probably seeing through instagram so i mean obviously people like the kardashians have the stuff that they're showing because it's on video and they're super rich but how many of these people are going into debt just to live these lifestyles or yeah. these lifestyles? How, how many of them are even happy or like, you know, even, yeah. you know, they look happy on TV. Are they actually really happy? Yeah. Uh, they actually, you know, a lot of those, those people are lonely, actually, even with all the money in the world, you know, and, yeah. and have all kinds of problems and stuff. Not, not all of them, but like a lot of people. Because they're fake. I'd be fine getting all of the money in the world because I have all of you all as my friends. Hopefully we'd all still be friends. And if yeah. not, I'll buy all of you. Would you give some of that money to me? <laughs> I did say, I said, if I won the lottery, now mind you, it depends on how much these days, right? Because a million dollars does not go Doesn't far. Doesn't go very far, right? Um, so I always said, if I won, and uh, it's dangerous, right? Because I'm putting this on audio now. Yeah. I'll tell you all so, offline. Yes, I'll tell you all offline what contract. I'm going to do for each of you when I win the lottery. I'm not going to put it out there because other people might think that this is an, uh, a verbal agreement to anybody who's a friend <laughs> on Facebook. And you don't want to sue you later? Facebook, 
Facebook family out there, all however many of you, I don't know the number because I'm not obsessed with numbers of Facebook friends and stuff, but I, you all are nice and everything, but I might not be giving you anything if I win the lottery. You might not even know that I won the lottery, but to the four of you on this call who are like family to me, oh, there will be something. You will get a cupcake or a cookie or something, maybe with something along with it. Made of gold. You yeah. and not on audio. A cake of and gold. This please? whole ramble I'm going on is going to be cut out of this audio oh. recording. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> um, so obviously, this movie gets people thinking because we've been talking about it now for an hour. But, um, <laughs> sorry, just one other thing about Ingrid that I found interesting was during the scene where, you know, they were role-playing as Batman and Catwoman, uh, the music, the score that was playing in the background was very reminiscent of Batman Returns. Oh, you the review, son. You what? Did you read my review? I did, but did you say that? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't, sorry, I didn't but take not, it from that, but. Not just that, but she has the neon, right uh, now, apparently. She has the neon flamingo in the back. Oh, like the hell here sign. I feel it. I feel like it's not an accident that that neon pink light is is washing the room when it's happening. Oh. I, I also thought that might be foreshadowing because she later moves to Flamingo Lane or something. That's where that house is. Oh, yeah. Remember, she's like, I want thirty two Flamingo, or I forget what the address was, but I was like, hmm. Which is interesting though, right? Because he's so into Catwoman, and there are all these like things about Catwoman in there. Yet it's Batman Forever that was the soundtrack that was in there. I know Batman Returns doesn't, I mean, Batman Returns has Face to Face. Yeah, Susie Sue. Right? Um, Susie and the Banshees on there. But uh, I still find it interesting that it, it was like, I know he's a Batman fan, so it doesn't matter. But it was weird. It was like, you're talking about Catwoman, how much you love her and all this stuff. And like the little nods to Batman Returns. Yet at the date, they talked about Jules Schum Schumacher. Because she's like, oh, yeah, he's my favorite Batman. Um, but uh, show the Batman Forever soundtrack instead. But it, I wonder who the writers or directors are. Like, are they really big Batman fans as well? Because they obviously yeah. like talking about Batman. So a few things. First of all, just a weird thing. I think I already told Fahad. But uh, I, I was obsessed uh, when Batman Forever came out, uh, especially with the soundtrack. And literally, I dug it up and listened to it front to back less than a week before I watched this movie. So <laughs> I found this very strange. When, it, when they showed it in the car, I was like, what? <laughs> very bizarre. Um, but also Joel Schumacher, he's gay, by the way. Yay. Um, but he just appeared in the new Netflix series, Halston. Uh, Joel Schumacher himself is actually, he has passed, but uh, he was played by somebody in this series because apparently he started his career in fashion design working for Halston and one of the Culkins played him. Oh, wow. That was very strange. I, it was like a weird fact I learned about Joel Schumacher recently. Hmm. I want to say something about the characters. Um, I like how every, I like how they kind of have, everyone just wasn't, it, it, I like how they did with, with, the, with his, with Dan's character, putting him in as this uh, kind of urban guy and Taylor and and obviously their worlds are not really the same and I, I that's kind of interesting uh play putting different ca certain characters in they're like am I making sense like you know 
it, it was wasn't all, all like one type of people all from this one area they showed kind of different yeah. people from different backgrounds that that's also yeah that's that was kind of cool yeah and also, dan was living a real life yeah he was a real yeah. person true he yeah. was the only like real person well yeah he was kind of in a fantasy world of batman but yeah he was. And, he, and he didn't benefit from that life of privilege that i mentioned taylor has probably yeah. had her whole life you know though can we talk about um how much was it like twenty eight hundred dollars a month for that little studio apartment <laughs> i mean what are people doing to be able to afford those i mean just to afford that little bit of a place that's less than two years before she blows through all of her inheritance. Yeah. She already did blow through it all. Yeah. <laughs> Which was very sad to see what her life turned out, like all the bugs walking around and all this oh. stuff just gunking up and power going out. And it's like, ugh. You know, she how did she have enough money left to buy that a whole house at Joshua Tree? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how much that was. Was it really that cheap? Like, did she buy it or did she just like put a down payment on it? Oh, well, yeah, know. because then she didn't have electricity. Like she couldn't pay the electric bill. Yeah. Although, didn't, or though she, did, she did pay for the whole thing though, didn't? Isn't that the reason why she got it? Because wasn't he like saying, oh, there's some people who are interested? She's like, I'm going to, I can pay right now in cash. But maybe it was down payment or I don't know what it was. Because yeah, it had to have been the whole thing because otherwise, I don't think she would have gotten approved for a loan. Yeah. They do a credit check on her. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And first of all, see that she has no job. Yeah, you know, a bank's yeah. not going to give her a mortgage. Probably no yeah. credit. <laughs> oh. Oh. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Oh, it was produced by her too, Aubrey Plaza. The oh, movie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. her. If you want to watch another very interesting movie by with Audrey Pla Aubrey Plaza, <laughs> there's a movie um, from several years ago called Safety Not Guaranteed. I think it's on mm -hmm. Netflix right now. Uh, and it has Mark Duplass in it too. Takia, you know him from that movie Creep. You keep wanting that to you see. Yes. I okay. Listen, I was I had I had narrowed it down to two choices. That was one of them. Oh. Really? Just no. <laughs> no way. It was safety not guaranteed. Oh. And then, um, hold on, I have to look it up. The other oh, one is <laughs> called. I thought you said, but it's a creep. Never mind. <laughs> I thought so too. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you were going to say creep, Shelly. Because she's got some creep. I think you were about to say that you saw that. That was one of the ones you had for tonight. For, for next no, week. that's what I was going to say that we should watch. No, safety not guaranteed. Yes, yeah, safety not guaranteed. Yeah. And then yeah. the other one is Captain, called Captain Fantastic. Okay. Ooh, is Captain Fantastic a movie? That's is what Captain Fantastic like, you picked a superhero? And I said, no. <laughs> is that Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic? Uh, I saw that. I do Have you see seen that? it? No, but I've seen the other one, but uh, I, I want to see Captain Fantastic. Okay, then I'll pick Captain Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't asked you yet. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes, you'll, so you'll we'll have to this do some out and then we'll no, do the big reveal. What was the other one you said, Shelly? There's Captain Safety was Not Guaranteed, which is what Eric was just talking about. And then Captain Fantastic. I couldn't decide between the two. Okay, gotcha. Um, so let's do this. Let's go around and just give everybody a few minutes each to give their final thoughts on the movie. And as you um, are done with your little mini review or final thoughts on the movie, uh, give whether or not you give it a thumbs up. So just use the reaction button to give it a thumbs up.
And then at okay. the end, we'll say how many thumbs ups we are giving Ingrid Goes West. Uh, <laughs> so we'll go in the order in which I see everybody going clockwise. So <laughs> we'll start with Takia. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> I got too good. I, uh, very good movie, I know. I, I'm very generic with my, <laughs> I had to think about what I'm saying. I want to, I want to say something fancy, but um, yeah. Very good, well-written movie, um, talented actors. I, I love the plot and um, yeah, it kept me, I don't say suspense, but kept me, you know, um, I don't even yeah. say on the edge of my seat. It, it kept me interested. It kept me like wondering what she gonna, how, what she gonna do to keep this friendship while also maybe possibly spir spiraling into a, into the uh, the abyss of you know um, I'm looking for the right word but spiraling keeping from spiraling out of control keeping from spiraling out of control yeah so that's my review. Your husband my, cheering you on. Yes. Uh, so right, oh, so go to your reactions and give it a uh, if you want. So we have got one thumbs up so far for the movie. Okay. Next is Shelley. Okay, I loved this movie. Um, it it is real life, you know. That's just the way that we have become. We have become obsessed with how many likes we can get, and everything on everything online. We portray our lives online in a way that's not real. So I related to this movie very much, and I as well. Well, give it a thumbs up. Thank you, Shelly. Ruth? Huh. Um, I thought, I guess it was, she was um, a little much for me, but I did like seeing kind of about how, you know, you can understand how people, everyone has issues and you can, you get to understand more about her and you um, want things to be happy for her. But fortunately she, you know, she thought she was going to be cool with ends up being not a very good friend but um i thought it was pretty i thought it was pretty good i'll give it a kind of in between <laughs> so you'll give it a half a yeah. <laughs> a meh a meh face <laughs> so we've got two and a half thumbs up eric Okay, uh, I really enjoyed it too i think uh, there was a lot going on and it's definitely it's not uh, a rehash of anything i can point to that I've seen before. Um, even though other stories may have had similar elements, I feel like this was a very unique way to tell the story and unique relationships were explored. And I'm, I might be alone in this, but I, I'm not ready to say that she's mentally ill. Uh, maybe this is my own mental illness that makes me want to give her more of the benefit of the doubt. I understand where she's coming from. I wish that I wish that she had better priorities and didn't let things get out of control. Uh, so I'm a little conflicted on that, but um, I think that was the point <laughs> because like Shelly said, this is kind of the world we do live in now where people present however they want, but they may not actually be these people. And that it's a world that is hard to break into. And if you're left on the outside, it can be desperately lonely mm -hmm. and you can end up doing things that you wouldn't have expected. So yeah, uh, very well done. Thumb up. Thank you, Eric. So we are at three and a half thumbs. Um, so yeah, so overall, I would say I loved the movie because I have now seen it twice. 
uh, within a one and a half, two week time span. Um, I like that the movie on the face of it seems very simple, but like Eric, you said, it has a lot of things going on when you really look at it and look under the hood of what's actually happening. Um, I do feel like it is a kind of a story that is showing us where society is, even though maybe we're not ready to accept that, that people really are living in this world of Instagram and followers and likes and um, having fans instead of friends. And we might feel like, oh yeah, Ingrid is crazy. And Eric, I think I'm leaning a little bit towards how you are as well, that I don't think she is probably crazy. She's probably just extreme in the way that she's going about trying to become friends with um, Taylor, which I think though is what a lot of people are doing these days with following these, not even celebrities, they're just following regular people who are becoming quote unquote Insta celebrities. So I feel like it's very much on topic with what's happening now in society and is probably giving us a glimpse of where things might go, that people might start really thinking that, oh, I follow this person, my best friend, even though you've never met them, you've never talked to them. And it's like, what lengths will you go to make that fantasy a reality? And that's what this movie showed. Um, I don't think she had any ill will, anything like that, but she's just had a lot of unfortunate events happen to her. Um, and it's the kind of movie that makes you want to learn more about Ingrid and her past, makes you want to learn a little bit about Taylor and her past, but it also makes you want to see where are they going to go next with it. Uh, so I think any movie that makes you really want to see where the story goes is a good movie. And I think it was successful in delivering that message. And overall, I give it a thumbs up, very high thumbs up. So uh, yeah, so overall, it looks like we have given it four and a half thumbs up. Because <laughs> we're just coming out with an average. So zero to five and quarters are allowed. Okay. Are we sending it to everyone or are we sending it to just to you for right now? I would well, send it to everyone, right? Yeah, just do it to everyone, but don't hit enter until I tell you to hit enter. Just type okay. it in so it's ready to hit. And then we'll do it. Under chat, uh, go ahead and type in your number, but don't, uh -huh. don't send it yet. And then give a thumbs up once you've uh, typed in your number. You're good? Okay, so everybody hit enter and send it. Five. Somebody loved that. The one person who didn't watch the movie right away. <laughs> well, then I, I saw it and then I liked it. So. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just messing with <laughs> yeah. you. Um, okay. Can somebody read to me the numbers while I type it into the calculator? Sure. 3.75. Okay. Um, 4.25. Okay. 3. Okay. 4. Okay and five. So that's a 20, so that's a four, right? 20 divided by five. Yep. So Ingrid Goes West gets a four. Yep. Nice. All right. <laughs> um, so I think a uh, very good start to our old fogies and films <laughs> club that we have. Yep. And with that, uh, that ends our critique of the, this week's film. Mm -hmm. And it is now Shelley's turn to give us the movie that we will be watching for next week's session. So Shelly, okay, over for, to you. For next week, I, we, I have not seen this. Um, Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic. Yay! It's the movie I think. And where can we watch it? It's on Netflix. 
So Yay. I did watch that. Yeah. Okay. Captain Fantastic on Netflix. So next week we will get together again through Zoom and we will watch Captain Fantastic. And as Shelly said for Takia, that it's not a superhero movie. Yeah, it's not a superhero okay. movie. <laughs> awesome. I mean, or does it take place on a boat? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. So um, good. 